Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Make, Do and Scheme. Now this is outside of my regular scheduling and any episodes that I was planning on making, but as you may already have guessed, I adore books. I work for a publisher for a living and so much of my free time since I was old enough to understand what the hell I was reading has been spent reading that books are a pretty significant part of my life. Every now and then a particularly special book comes along that you just want to shout from the rooftops about and this week I found one of those books and I thought I have a podcast, I have a microphone, I would just love to spread the word about this book. So I'm here to bring you the first in hopefully what will be a series of bonus episodes and to talk to you about death, or rather to talk to you about the wonderful Sue Black talking about death. Professor Dame Sue Black, to use her proper title, and not to be confused with Dr. Sue Black, OBE, who specialises in computer science, though the confusion is referred to in this book, is one of Britain's foremost forensic anthropologists. And to the joy of morbid little nerds like myself, she has only gone and written a bloody book, All That Remains, published by Black Swan. I couldn't not talk about this book. As you probably guessed, I'm a bit of a fan. The first time I encountered Professor Black's work, and really her entire field for that matter, was on the BBC Two series History Cold Case sometime around 2011. It was a fascinating thing, and it led me to taking an archaeology module in my first year at uni. It wasn't a whole lot of use as part of a graphic design degree, I'll admit, but it was just so interesting. All That Remains exists not just as a recollection of Sue Black's career, but an opportunity to hear a person who deals with death on a daily basis discuss the subject with her own expertise and experience. I was really bracing myself for this book. I didn't think for a moment that a book about death would be an easy read, and at times it isn't, and Black doesn't tiptoe around the subject of death in any way. I admittedly had to skim a few bits of the parts, <laughs> a few bits of her talking about her first dissection, who she nicknamed Henry, but for all her pragmatism, she remains compassionate throughout in the way that she discusses the people she works with, not just remains, not just as a body, but as individuals. Death is a fact of life for her, and certainly not something to fear. I read the book in a couple of days, less than 48 hours or maybe, to be more accurate, a measurement for me, a couple of train journeys. I would never have expected to become so immersed in so heavy a subject, but for me, the writing, it just completely sucked me in. It was one of these books that I couldn't get enough of. I was I was in the queue in cafes waiting for my lunch, and I was pulling it out of my pocket just to read a few more pages while I could seize the opportunity. The stories and experiences related in this book aren't all professional though. Black discusses the deaths of her own late parents as well as her own experience of seeing them through their last days and hours. The death of her father was uncannily similar to one that my family experienced just over a year ago and it stirred up a lot of emotion, you know, the real 
pit of your stomach trying to process this. Some real hard feelings. And it's not necessarily what you want in the middle of a commuter train, which is where I happened to be when I read it. I could just about hold myself together. But I certainly could find some comfort in someone who deals with death on a daily basis and with such grace. And just to share the same grief and anger about a cruel condition and to draw the same parallels and experiences as we had. It was quite remarkable. I was more surprised than anything to find myself laughing out loud at this book. I I didn't see that coming. Maybe that's why I laughed quite as much as I did. Gallows humour, if you will. I would go as far as saying that I laughed more than I felt sad reading this. There are moments of humour which are so easily woven through and bring a wonderful levity to a subject which, in no other words, it could be grim. Above all, this book has left me thinking about my relationships and experiences with death and grief and thinking about what the future ahead might hold. It's a book that no doubt I will read again, perhaps when it catches my attention from my bookshelf or perhaps I'll find myself reaching for it if death has touched my life again a little more closely than I'd like it to. But I have no doubt that I'll find comfort in the honesty and compassion in the way it's written. This is by no means an easy read, be warned. I don't know if I could recommend it wholeheartedly to someone who is experiencing grief at the moment, but at some time or another I would recommend it to anyone to read, to touch on a taboo, to look at death from a different angle really. Someone who sees another side that we don't always. So I've been wanting to make some episodes for the podcast about reading, about books, and more than anything, I'd love to get suggestions from listeners about what I should be reading next. I didn't expect it to get quite so deep in the very first instance, but I thought... There was no way that I could not share this book. It was such a wonderful thing and I felt something quite profound from it. So thank you for listening. I hope you go out and read it. And please send your suggestions to makedoschemepod at gmail.com. If anyone has read the book, please send me your thoughts on it and experiences you had with it. And episode three will be with you shortly. Not about death, about morning routines. I hope you enjoy it when it's released. <laughs>